Uh, welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. I'm Droog number one. Oh, my little Droogies. What did they do? They drove around and they drank milk from the Droog, oh, the milk from bar. The, from the milk? Was that all they did? No, no, they beat up, beat people up, singing yeah. in the rain. I saw that uh, movie so uh, long ago. And they had sex really fast uh, to uh, Beethoven, 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 a little Beethoven, Beethoven. What, what, what? There was some symphony that they played like really fast, and and we could Google you, you it. You met those two girls and went to the. They, they were at the record store. And I tried to read that book, but the author, who was the author of that book? Aldous Huxley. He made up a lot of words. A lot of words, yeah. And it was. Even well, the movie was kind yeah, of. Well, it's was kinda, to, the movie was kind of difficult to follow. I it's think. easier to follow a movie with new words than it is a book because you can kind of see, you know, that these characters are kind of crazy and they're doing certain things and. And I think with the vocal uh, um, intonations, you can kind of gather the meaning of their word. But when you're reading it on the page and they're talking about droogs and I can't even remember some of the other words yep, that were in that yep, book. that's the only one like, I remember. Actually. I don't. What the hell are these guys talking about? But did you ever try to read the Naked Lunch? Oh, that's all the Huxley too, well, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think so. No, it's William S. Burroughs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that he was <clears throat> Buffalo '66, or whatever it's called. But I, I saw um, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Naked. No, that was um, was Hunter that S. Thompson. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ! Yeah, we're all over the place. No, but the Naked Lunch. I saw the movie, and the movie uh, I thought was pretty good. Um, you know, you had like this. God, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, but you had like all these weird talking. I don't remember if they're plants. I don't know. It was, a, it was a large talking insect that would like appear on scene every now and then and like and tell you something. Like Brack. Hey guys, <laughs> I like beans. That wasn't Have I ever told was, you guys uh, how much I like beans? Brack is the guy that sounds like the ding fries are done. Hey baby. No, no. Brack you, is the guy that no, sounds like you, this. That's, that's funky. No, Brack is the guy that no, sounds no, like this. No, no, no. I'm, now I gotta Google Brack it. is the alien from Space Ghost. Isn't no, he? no, 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 no. Brack is that lion guy. Hang, hang on, hang on. Uh, I think Brack Ghost. is the is the is the guy that sounds like no, this. Oh, you're doing a good impression though. I know exactly who you're talking about. Zorak. Oh, Zorak. Okay, sorry. Well, then who the hell's Zorak? Brack, be honest now. Are you or are you not totally and completely nuts? Well, I'm digging. Oh, this is all so childish, so meaningless. It's merely symptomatic of our postmodern ennui. There are no absolutes unless you perceive our world is meaningless when it's really your own freedom you detest. I like pork. You know, I never, I never even saw that. Joke. Oh, Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. I you think know, I saw a little bit of it, and I didn't really like it very much. Did you much. ever see uh, Aqua Teen Hunger, Hunger Force? Um, or... I played the game. There's a game? <laughs> yeah. Well, well it was like one of those little flash games on a, on a website. In conjunction. And it was kind of funny. The meatball guy, you know, hey, Meatwad. hey, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, leave me alone. Quick kick in my head. Um, Space Ghost is just one of those shows where you'll go through about three you be like, eh, this is, eh. but then you'll get to that fourth one, and you'll just shit your pants laughing because it's just so off the wall, really? out of left field funny that it's just I don't know. So, yeah, hmm. and it, I watched. Well, like out of left field funny, you mean like not really coherently funny? 
Or do you, just it like, takes a while to understand their type of humor? You're watching I mean, it, and then all of a sudden, Zorak or Brack or somebody will just say or do something that is just wildly funny. I I don't have any examples. Well, actually, one of the examples, my favorite episode is when they had uh, Randy, Macho Man Randy Savage on, and he was playing Space Ghost's grandfather. And so Space Ghost was trying to inter- uh, interview all of these guests, and meanwhile, his grandfather's over there like, you're doing it wrong, Space Ghost. You're doing it wrong. You're, you know, Let me show you how to. I'll I get, was a boy. We used to interview people. I'll get him in a figure four leg lock and, ooh, yeah. And then Space Ghost in his voice be like, well, yes, Grandfather. Why don't you go out and fight villains anymore? Grandfather, we've been over. I don't know, just like the way their conversation carried on. I don't know. It's just funny, and I'm not doing it justice. You'd have to see the episode. Right, but, right. I can, I can see your point. Yes. But anyway, and but then you get to the episodes where they're just doing shit, and you're like, oh, this is kind of dumb. Those are probably the ones <coughs> I've caught yeah. glimpses of. Well, and then here's another thing. I, I had Erica over. Uh, she spent the weekend at my house um, a few years ago. She was like 14 or 15, and uh, you know we were kind of doing the brother sister thing, like just hanging out and like going to stores and going to the bowling alley. Like I was trying to be a cool big brother. And then we got home, and I was, I was kind of done for the evening i'm like i'm, I'm kind of done entertaining you let's put the tv on you know i didn't say that but that's just kind of what i was feeling so i put the tv on and aqua teen hunger force was on the cartoon network i'm like oh you know put this on this show has been kind of entertaining in the past i put it on and it was it was not a good episode oh, and boy. she's just sitting there staring at me and she's like do we have to watch this and <laughs> i'm like I'm done entertaining you. <laughs> I got mad at her, and she went off into her the room she was staying in. But then years later, I retold that story to her and Stephen Heike, and then Heike's like, oh, Erica loves that show. <laughs> Probably because of that episode. I don't know, but... Not that episode, but that particular time warp that you guys be. went through, and she remembered, she remembered it, it and she was the, like, yeah, the, the, I, wasn't, evening with I wasn't into it at that point, blah, 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 blah. I didn't understand. I wasn't mature enough to understand the talking uh, <laughs> people. Yeah, the, the hey, milkshake. Hey, get the fuck off of my head. Quit kicking me in the head. Whatever he says, I don't know. No, Maybe. he's just like a... He's meathead. I, I, hey, meathead. Meatwad. Meatwad, that's right. What, just the name. What, what are you all doing over here? I can't Oh, that's that guy. That guy. That's but he's right. like, he's got like his yeah. real small voice. He's like, yeah, yeah. we'll go over here. Yeah, he's yeah, like, he's like New York. Hey, don't step on my yeah, head. I'm rolling kind of over like here. like a ghetto accent. I think you're talking about maybe Master Shake, I don't, the milkshake I, who, guy. And then Randy or Carl. Carl's the guy, Carl's the neighbor. Yeah, he always now, comes over. Hey, yeah, I've only honestly, I'm not a huge Aqua Teen fan. I've only seen a few episodes. I, I know just enough to like understand. Yeah, I don't even know that. I just, I just know I played the game. That's all I know. I tried to watch the movie, like a Netflix. There movie. was a movie. Oh my god, there was a movie. Yeah, and I gonna be a tried movie. to watch the movie, and I just couldn't get very far into it. Uh, so, anyways, uh, maybe I just didn't give it a long enough try. But. You know, what was a good movie. It was the Beavis and Butthead movie. No, I never liked that show. I like the show. I like you did? I, well, yeah. maybe I never watched the show. I don't think I've ever actually watched the whole show. Yeah, I watched... Did you ever watch... I didn't watch, think I would like the show, maybe. Did you ever watch Liquid Television on MTV? Because that's where Beavis and Butthead was born. Mm. Liquid Television was a 30-minute show on MTV where they had Aeon Flux, they had Beavis and Butthead... Um, Simpsons? No Simpsons. They had just some other oddball animation that they would collect well, from, from the around Tracy the world. That was from the Tracy Allman show. And they would put on a 30-minute show. And one of the staples was Aeon Flux was five minutes a- after every episode that they had, like, this running series of her trying to escape from something. And then Beavis and Butthead would make an appearance every other episode or so. And, again, it was one of those things where they would set up this five-minute joke and you're kind of watching it and kind of watching it and kind of watching it. And then, bam, it hit you with it. And you'd be like, oh, I get it. That's pretty funny. 
So when the series came along, I was I watched every single one of those episodes, oh. and there were episodes where you're like, okay, this is this isn't very good. Well, but, but, but the, the movie, movie was very good. I a lot of people didn't like. A lot of people thought it was too long, maybe, but I liked the movie. I thought the movie was really good. Hey, wait, what are you so interested in my ass for? Just like the South Park movie, actually. I, that uh, was a very good movie too. I'm not a huge South Park fan. Like, I'll get into my phase where I'll 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 start recording it on the DVR and I'll watch a few episodes. The last episode I watched was an episode where now the concept sounds pretty funny. Is where um, Oprah's vagina took her asshole hostage. Oh my! And the entire episode, it didn't have the South Park kids, the adults, or anybody. It was just Oprah's vagina and asshole. And like they didn't show her vagina, obviously, but all of a sudden, out of her crotch of her pants would come a gun pointed at her ass, and her ass would be like, "Oh no, don't shoot me!" And they ended, uh, and I was like, "Wow, this sounds like it has a lot of potential," <laughs> but. <laughs> this I'm just I'm like uncomfortable and actually kind of feeling a little bit bad for the writers because this is horrible. <laughs> just just you explaining it's making me laugh. But yeah, I don't think but I could sit exactly, and watch a half an hour show. My explanation of that yeah. is, a, is way than funnier actual, than that actual so, episode. So was. actually, there you go. Now there maybe is, that was what they built in. Like this concept is gonna be so funny that somebody's gonna be explaining it and that's gonna get people. And there is a whole new excited. genre of television. Like somebody just saying the that, explanation show. The explanation. Did you see that show last night? No. Oh, let me tell you about it. it wasn't really no, that good. No, not seeing but, a show. Just. Uh, we were gonna do this show, but oh. we figured that just just me sitting here telling you about it in a really uh, you know interesting way, it kind of harkens back to the uh, to the campfire and the you know everybody gathered around. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the new show. We were just, gonna do this show, but you know, uh, let me tell you about it anyways. It's kind of like podcasting, but, but the South Park movie. Uh, a lot of people also, I think, felt that was kind of long and and whatever. But I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny as hell. Yes, it was very funny. So, yes. I don't remember what it was about, but... It was uh, you think about of that, Canada. Uh, huh? It was about Canada. Oh, that's right. That's right. Blame Canada. Mm -hmm. That was cool that they, mm -hmm. that they like, worked all those musical numbers in there and then, mm -hmm. like, intermixed them. That's always what I love about musicals. And Satan and Saddam as gay lovers. Oh, yep. Yep. Saddam, why don't we go out anymore? Hey, get over here. Come on, bed. Come on. Get back in here. <laughs> yeah. That was good movie. Good movies. Yes. Okay. So, anyways, uh, this week... Uh, I don't know what the fuck is going on this week. There was an election of some sort the other day. I don't know. That was oh yeah, Hillary Clinton won. Did she? Yeah, first yeah. woman go, president. Go Rodham. Rodham. Oops. No, no. Wait, I'm confused. Oh my gosh. What year is it? Woohoo! It's 2008. Change is change. here. I have change. Do you have change? Does that give <laughs> Does that give new meaning to the black guy in the corner begging for change? Ah, bum. I think it did. Now he's got it, so he doesn't have to anymore. <laughs> okay, that was the racist part of the show. Now we're moving on. <clears throat> yep. Um. Yeah, I voted. Did you vote? Did you Did you vote? Yeah. Where do you vote? Hell yeah, I voted at church. Right down the road up here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Hmong Church or whatever. No, it's a Christian church. No, are you sure? I don't think it's Hmong. It's Hmong. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. I think it's like the Abundant Life Church. Is it the one on uh, the road between <laughs> Gesundheit? No, it's right on Buckeye. Oh, oh, oh. Then it's, it's a different it's church. Like Isn't that weird? Mother I, I Mary's church. Abundant Vagina of Church Goings hope. of Hope. <laughs> Spread your legs and let the hope come forth. And Jesus spoke. Let the hope in. <laughs> maybe. I'm going to fill you up with hope. <laughs> I got so much hope to fill you with. Oh, oh, that's oh, a lot of hope. Yeah. <laughs> you want some more hope? All right. You're going to have to wait about 15 minutes, but I can give you some more hope. Oh, man. 
Yeah. Wow. So. I've been saving this hope for a couple <laughs> days now for you. Wow. No, it's a it's a Hmong church. Um, you voted at there a Hmong like, church? Yeah, yeah. There was no line at all. No, None. There's no line for me either. Well, I, I I can't imagine these people that are talking about two, three hour waits. There's this woman that lives um, over on Mifflin Street or something. She's like, ah, or no, Ulbrich Gardens. Uh-huh. And she's like, ah, I got sick of it. I went and did the absentee ballot because last the last election it was like two two hours or something. I'm like, what the what is this? Well, I don't understand. I mean, do, is this maybe nobody votes in this area or the the district is so small that that there's not that many people. I mean, there was definitely a steady line of people. Yeah. The parking lot was full. Yep, there were at least a dozen people that I passed on the on the sidewalk yep, walking yep, in. Yep, yep, yep. But it you walked in. And you voted, and you got out. I same, mean, same with me. What's <clears throat> my system? My mine was sounds like a lot like yours, where I walked in, all the booths were full, but by the time I picked up my little ballot and my card, and you made a little joke with the lady sitting there, right? Well, the, the lady sitting there is my neighbor, so I never have to show any ID when I go vote. It's like, oh, hey, I don't either. You go. <laughs> I never have. They and just say, I just walk in, say, my name's Eric, <laughs> and they're like, oh, blah, 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 okay. Yeah. So by the time I grabbed my ballot and my pen. A spot opened up for me. I went out and filled it out. And as soon as that guy at the end left, another guy. I mean, it was very fluid that nobody was waiting in line. Yeah. So, so it's your neighbor lady? Yeah, my Is neighbor she volunteer? lady. volunteer? Yeah, she runs the poll. Well, she her always does, another. like every year? I every voted year, every, every years? two years. And she's always there. there? Yeah. yeah. So does she, does she work or anything? I think they're retired. Off? Old people, they love that shit. Wasn't there a bunch of old people at your polling place? Yeah, and then there was a couple of mungs. That's old. What? <laughs> <laughs> they walk among us. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, that was now. But I'm bump. That was Eric's portion of the racist yeah. show. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, so. Uh, <laughs> no, that wasn't racist, was it? Oh, no, that was just stupid. It was just a <laughs> reference to an anthrax song. <laughs> was it? Walk Among Us. They walk among us. Walk, walk among us. Walk among us. <laughs> or, and actually, did you ever see that album cover? It's like a. Pat it's a mung guy. <laughs> Darker skin, a young mung. black hair, got a confused look on his face. Confused. Wait, what? What? Confused wait, wait, wait. Say, Jesus Christ! Walk among us. What is nut brown here? It's really uh, nutty. It's nutty. It's, it's, it's nutty. degrading our. Uh, oh, basil. Did, so, did you did you drink anything last night? Last yeah. night. Okay, so it's Wednesday. Everybody. Did I had. I had spill a, the beans. Yesterday was the election, and I drank <gasps> beer during the election. Uh, no, I. Did you fact, have any Karen booze? and I were fighting like until about eight thirty. Well, that's finally, the I'm election like, was over at eight thirty. Well, finally, I'm like, oh, let's turn it on. And Wasn't I think over, Brock yeah. had Brock had about uh, 206 electoral votes. And, yeah, that and it was like, right. ooh, well, what's going to happen if Indiana falls? That's no, it wasn't Indiana. Sure. See, at 839. Or oh, New Mexico had no, just no, no, fallen no. or something. At, at 839, Ohio had fallen into Obama's. Right. And category. that gave him like 200 or 206. Yeah. And at that or 201. Point, and then Pennsylvania was already gone, and yeah. At that point, it was it was done. I mean, it wasn't done, done, but you knew that Barack was going to get California, Oregon, Washington, and Hawaii, and that oh, put yeah, his number at two seventy two. That's what they kept saying, but I kept thinking, you know what? Maybe not. What if no. what if something crazy happens out there? Because Schwarzenegger was totally for yeah. McCain. Calif- and he's the governor out there. Maybe he's Cal- you know twisted some arm. It's- I rough you up if you don't vote for McCain. It, uh, I'm going to put the hurt on your whole... California has a large population center. And it's like we talked about in a, in a podcast a while back. Um, when you get a large population together, they typically tend to vote Democratic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so there's a when you, huge when you population yourself. base in New York yeah. and in California. Mm-hmm. New York and California well, and either always even the Southern, Democratic, the except Southern... for, like, uh, I think a Reagan election when everything went towards Reagan. Oof. But anyways, 
Well, are we talking about politics? Texas. Are we really talking about politics? The southern tip of oh, Texas, man. too, like like the the big the big population centers. Oh, did you notice that? Like the horn of Texas. You was owe me all something, blue. by the way. I and owe you, you owe me something. I owe you dinner, but you said that Tennessee and Texas would go Democratic. No, I didn't. You'd, I'll pull the tape up. Pull it up right I'll here. Pull it up. Stick it in right here. I'll pull that shit up. No way. Are you, I, you, uh, yes. And you know what? Maybe I probably meant that Have those certain too many beers. I probably said that those certain areas, those those you those did not qualify. You said Tennessee and Texas are going to go for Obama. I don't even know where Tennessee is. <laughs> I couldn't even point to it on a map. I, it's, it's long and skinny, right? It's long and skinny. It's it's it near looks like South Carolina. It looks like a squashed Montana it's over by or Kentucky it? and like if you if you if you'd like set Alaska on top of Montana, <laughs> that that's what Tennessee looks like, right? Uh, Tennessee's like, yeah, no, you'd have to. Like, it like squishes. It's flat. like a state that had an anvil set on it, right? It's like, a, like Alaska, top. if you like set a real heavy state on top of Montana, which is kind of a long squarish <laughs> right, rectangular right, right, state, right. it would just kind of squish down. Right. That's Did you say I'm Montana say. or Alaska? I said set Alaska on top of Montana. Oh. Because Montana oh, oh, is kind oh, of a. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah or maybe yeah. what's another one of those? It doesn't matter. Isn't Montana it doesn't like a, matter. Are yeah, we talking whatever. about politics? Not. We've, we've spent. We're talking about states. A lot of time talking about politics. Fuck politics. Yeah, changes here, folks. Yeah, get good. fucking get out there used and to get it. Used to it. <laughs> yep. Uh, so speaking of change, uh, we're gonna I got get a couple quarters. We're we're getting some change from our brand new sponsor. Brand new sponsor. Yeah, check it out. We have a new sponsor. Oi, Oni, what's for dinner? No, you come home, have you? It's about time. We've got nothing for dinner. We got some spotted dick here. Spotted dick. Is that any good? Oh, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've had any. When evening comes and it's time to sup, grab that can and open it up. Spotted dick, spotted dick. It's so good you'll bust a nut. Now packaged in convenient cans. We were talking about some movies off mic, but... We were talking about... Um, we did, we've did. we already done like a couple of podcasts about movies. Last week we did a, a movie podcast... Um, we also we did, did a, you, when you're dying of your cough, which I don't know if that one will ever make the air. We talked a bunch about a bunch of movies. Was that it pretty podcast. bad? I never listened to it. I mean, I, I'll get to it. And um, we'll see what it. We'll see what it, how it turns out. We could, we could talk cynical, um, <sighs> cynical American uh, reality again if you want. Oh, like corporations are well, evil. Well, just just a little, a little, a small snip, sniplet here. Um, sniplets. Yeah, <laughs> like me some sniplets. Now, do you ever read the Cap Times? Capital since time. it's since it's turned yeah. into like yeah. the, no. the midi no. <laughs> paper on, the insert, um, you know, one day the insert yeah well I don't know if they used to have it in the old cap times but in the new cap times they have um, capital times the newspaper liberal leaning newspaper Madison keep going turned into an insert they pick two high school students mm-hmm. every every week okay and they they uh, showcase them in okay. the paper and they give them a half a page to like and they ask them all kinds of questions and they take a picture of them and they and inevitably, they're like sports stars. You know, they're like, oh, oh she's um, 3.3, you know, grade point average, and she likes math and science, and she her her, her name is Brooke Sanders. Her boyfriend is the captain of the football team. Right, right, and she's 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 lettered in volleyball and in, mm. in high, soccer, varsity, and she's a varsity basketball yeah, player. Okay. <clears throat> and she wants to go to the University of... She wants to be a veterinarian. No, 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 <laughs> okay. inevitably, inevitably... Doctor. Lawyer. Business. business. They want to study business. And it's like, you know, what what is this? How uh, many how many of these know? you know, black suit and tied 
business people can we pump yeah, into this society okay. let me let me answer and, that and question. it will it will absorb them because that's me, as far as i'm concerned what got us into this trouble in the first place so that question all right go cool. uh there's a lot of business majors in college right now exactly that are sitting there looking at the economy and the stock market and they're saying oh my god and, the, and all the bailouts and all of the uh, bankruptcies going my degree is worthless but not only are they ups, uh, uh, realizing this, they're upset about it. They're mad. And I've seen a couple of news reports. I don't know if it was on CNN or if it was on the local news of just these kids that are getting ready to graduate either this year or next year. It fell into your pocket. And uh, <laughs> you got a chip in your pocket? Um, and they're, they're oh, mad. They're like, I expected that I was going to go to college for six years and I was going to get out. I was going to... a six-figure job at Fannie Mae. Well, not right away, but yeah. I mean, I was going to get a good Start job right away. a five-figure job and then move up in a couple of years with a six-figure yeah, job. And, and now that opportunity is set back, I would have to say... What's your point? Ten years. I'm just answering your question. You're, you're talking saying about... That, you're saying that those these kids are angry at, at, at what? Not the high school people, but these college... Even the college students, the, they're angry at who? At what? The, the people. The, I don't know. Whoever will they will listen? They should be angry at themselves for being so stupid <laughs> as to not see that the way that we well, were running but, this country was ridiculous and completely fueled on 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 sticks and was not built on a solid foundation of reality. Because but see, that's all my, of our production is point. overseas. All of our all of our service oriented. Uh, I mean, we're, who, we drive all these cars and we sell all these cars. And these huge buildings that that where the where the GM executives work, they're are all built owned by, by construction Abu Dhabi, workers, and the cars are all built over in another country. Actually, right? a lot of the Japanese cars are built here for some reason. But you're right; well, most most of the car production is overseas. Okay, maybe mm. maybe not even the cars, but the the the. the no, I I, I, I see. You, I just threw that out there. I see you what know? you're saying. I, I understand what you're saying, but uh, and, and I'd like to say that I mean, you can't. You don't. You don't watch this. I didn't watch this particular news piece and feel guilty or bad for these kids. Because I'm like, who the fuck wants to go into business? The only people that want to go into business are people that are like, oh, I want to make a quick buck. I want to make a quick buck. And I want to sit around on my ass and schmooze and talk about my grand sports time that I had in high school. Yeah, I played football in high school and I was the tight end at the, you know, and I ran really fast and got that ball across the line and it was great. We had a lot of good fun times. Let's go drink another beer and eat another big steak and charge it to the company and we'll shake hands on this deal, which has already been done, but we were just going through the formalities here and then we'll go back to our hotel and party up, probably get a couple hookers, you know, <laughs> and then fly Snort back to Orlando and ass. come back home and say, honey, I'm home and then the kids will Run up, run up to us and say, "Oh, Daddy, we miss you." Here, we drew a picture of you. Well, isn't that great, kids? I'll now put let's, it on the fridge. Let's go on vacation to uh, Alaska and shoot some moose. Whatever, you know. I mean, yeah. that's no, is, but on, is that reality? On the flip side of that, in high school, I took a business class in my only foray into the business world, and I kind of got into it. Not that I wanted to get out into the real world and make partner at some firm or anything, but I was interested. I That's lawyeries talk. Well, yeah, okay. Well, I don't know. Be a business guy, whatever that entails. I, that's not what my goal was. Well, if you've taken a business class, then you know more about business than I do, and I own a business. Well, see, but that's what... I've never taken a business class in my life. I took a business class in, in, in high school because my dad and I were talking about, at one point, starting our own business. We were going to produce how-to videos. Because as a young kid, I made all these videos, and I kind of had a little bit of technical... Prowess. Prowess. A little bit. 
Jinx. Uh, with the editing machines and the cameras, and and he had money. He would he would be the financer, and he we would come up with the ideas of what we were going to do with these how-to videos. And I was like, well, maybe it'd be a good idea for me to go to a business class since they offer it to me in high school, and it's accredited. It benefits me in multiple ways. Take this business class and kind of learn like, you know, what? How do you how how do you do a business? And I learned some stuff. I mean, a lot of stuff is, you know, once you learn it, you're like, oh, well, pff, that makes sense. But that's kind of what I went to. And I think there's merit in that if you're going to start your own business of, you know, taking a class or reading a book or, you know, and I'm not saying that, that your method isn't a good method by any means, because obviously you have a business, you're, you're making a living and blah, 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 blah. So to each their Well, own. I mean, <clears throat> it, business is like riding a bike, you know, you can. Well, somebody's uh, got to teach you how to ride a bike. No, not necessarily. So who built the bike in the first place? I mean, who invented the bike? The Wright brothers. Oh, no, no, no. right. The, the bike brothers. <laughs> the, bike brothers. The, the Schwinn. The Schwinn family. Charlie Schwinn. Right. <laughs> Charlie Schwinn. <laughs> hey, look at this thing. Close I Close descendant of Charlie Sheen. I got a hub. I got a chain. I'm set. Put it yeah, all together. That thing will never work. Get away from me. All the other boys are going into business and they're being doctors and lawyers and you got your darn bicycle. You damn it. One day you'll rue that you, know you what? talk to me this way. You know what? You're, you're the best <laughs> businessmen on this planet probably have never set foot into a business class yep just like probably the best movie directors best actors never attended a day of film school now i'm not i'm not proposing you know that that i i fall into that category but it's logic i mean it's you 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 see how it's done for a long time and and actually this is this is the thing is that I, i i've seen and this is maybe my cynical side coming out you know but i've seen how business is done and i see that that uh, all these kids, they, they think, oh, I'm going to go into business and make a quick buck and wear a fancy suit and get, you know, all I don't think these kids. No, no, I think the people that go to business school, like the, the, the high school person you're talking about, the people I was talking about that are in college, I don't think they're going out like, I'm going to start a business. I think they just no, want business gonna, managers get, so that they can work their so way up can, into a CEO right, position. So they can make a shitload of money yes. in this already okay, established business. And I see that, and I'm like, yeah. you know what? These established businesses are so big and so overpowering and, and have so much lobbyist leverage in the government that they're more powerful than the government itself. And that is not what this Fascism. country was based on. Right. That's not what, what we're about. We're, we're, the government is supposed to be for the people, by the people, not for the corporations, by the corporations. Okay. And so these businesses, I, I see that the, that the whole business structure plan of the United States is, is getting out of control. And, and we have to have a kind of a grassroots... Uh, revolution or revelation revelation about what, what business really means to people mm-hmm. it's supposed to serve the customer and it does i mean you go and you get yourself on and they're like oh yes we can help you blah 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 but you get you're paying that hundred dollar bill every month you're paying that hundred dollar bill and what hundred dollar bill well you, most people that have like a cell phone plan oh or, whatever, or your your hdtv bill or whatever you're paying that d the dr bill yeah, yeah. and yeah you're getting good service and they'll come out and whatever but you're paying a hundred, and you know what? That's a lot of money. That's twelve hundred dollars a year. I mean, that's a lot of money. Well, for then what? You, you, yeah. They already have all the all the systems in place, and it, what are they paying? What are they buying? Marketing. They're paying, oh, uh, you know, they're paying uh, Michael Jordan to come out for twelve million dollars to do one commercial. Well, okay, bad business practices. <sighs> bad business practices. So I step in and say, oh, I'm gonna have my little business, and I'm gonna keep my books in order. I'm not going to borrow a lot of money. I'm going to I'm going to keep track of what comes in and what goes out, and I'm not going to try to get too big and, and mighty. 
and I'm just going to provide enough for my family. And I'm going to also provide at the same time a good um, um, service to the people in my community. And I will donate money to the to the local causes. And Have I, you? Yeah, I give to really? I've, I've given to WRT. Okay, I've yeah, given yeah. to the okay. uh, African Outreach Reach Program. Okay, there was a uh, there was a missionary as woman a, that as, came in. As she's going to Africa. I said, you go as... ahead and take whatever you want, as much as you want. Take it. Go ahead. Free. Right. I mean, I don't mean to be blowing my own horn and whistle here because I don't write it off on my taxes either. But yeah, I, of course I'll do that kind of stuff. You know. Well, good for you. And and it paints <laughs> my own karma. You know. Yeah, if, yeah, uh, yeah. They, yeah, you 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 are paying it forward. Right. And and that's. And I think I've said this. I, I, I think when I was, well, I, I definitely wrote it down when I was when I was looking to start this business. And I think I've talked about it before, the reasons I went into business and why I like Part of your business it. plan. I plan to make just enough money to get by and give a lot of stuff away. Well, oh, Mr. Mr. Eric, let's, here's a check. Would you like an open line of credit? That sounds like an awesome business model. You know, maybe if Fannie Mae <laughs> and Freddie Mac would have would have borrowed money to more people like me, they wouldn't be in the shithole that they're in right now. Of course, no. They're, the they're problem in, is, is they're, they're in gonna, a cushy spot. They're not going to make. Bailed out. They don't make money off of you if you borrow just right. what you need, or, okay. or maybe a little less than what exactly. you need. Exactly. They're not going to make any money off of you. Exactly. So push the people that can afford it. That and then they and they and those people they pay and pay and pay until they can't pay anymore. And then it's it's like that jungle. <clears throat> it's like that book by um, the, that guy. Yes. You know. Do you know why our economy was in, it was so threatened by this whole economy thing, this whole credit crunch thing? It was because the lines of credit were frozen for like a week or two, or maybe they're still frozen. I don't know. But the problem, the, the reason that was a problem is because most companies exist on that open line of credit. Most businesses write out their bills twice a week, or twice a month rather, payroll, all that sort of stuff, but they don't get the money to pay for that until the end of the month. So they're basically living on margin at the end of the month they're trued up but that's it they're gone so then they gotta borrow money so that they can pay their employees so they're in the red again they're in the red again at the end of the month they're in the black they pay off that loan so oh. these companies exist kind of kind of backwards they, they don't they don't have this money ready well but i thought i thought the, the big they don't have a pool of money to the pay big thing forward, that they were talking about backwards, was was the, was the the homeowners that were defaulting on their loans that's also part of the problem. There's a lot of problems. But that I was that was the biggest thing. I thought that's what they were complaining about. Was that oh people can't pay their mortgages? No, but wait. But see, okay. Well, it gets bigger than that. I mean, well, that's part I of the credit crunch is, and that's where what I can't figure out going down. But they're if, large. If Main investors. Street, you and me, yeah, pretend we we borrowed a, a huge amount of money, okay, and and we bought this house, mm -hmm. and we're paying off this house, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, we can't pay this mortgage. Mm -hmm. Now, Fannie Mae says, oh, you can't pay your mortgage. It's not Fannie Mae that says it. Well, there's who, owns, who owns your mortgage? Whatever. Well, whatever. It's Wa them. Washington Mutual. Washington Mutual. That sucks. So they write me a letter. <laughs> they write me a letter. No, actually, it's Chase now. Oh, okay. So Chase. They write me a letter and they say, oh, you, you didn't pay your mortgage this month. Uh -huh. Well, you better pay it next month or, yep. you know, we'll get on your ass. Another I'm not sure by. how that works, but probably they give you a, okay. a grace of some but, sort. With a penalty. Now, here's, here's what we should look up is some okay. numbers. What percentage of the people are actually not paying their mortgage every month? 10? 15? Let me tell you about a guy I know. I, I don't know those numbers, and, and maybe we should look. It sounds very boring, but, but maybe we should look those up so that we kind of know what we're talking about. It's much more fun to speculate. I know a guy who bought two houses. He bought one house 
for like a ballooned arm or some arm with a balloon. I don't know. His mortgage right. was like $400 a month or something like that. And he was doing pretty good. He was a manager of a business, and he was making pretty, some good money. So he bought another house in the Dells, in, kind of in the woods in the Dells, the Wisconsin Dells, which is also pretty cheap. Bought that on like a sliding arm balloon thing. And he said that when all of those arms and balloons expired and he had to renegotiate his mortgage, it, the mortgage total went from like $700 or I'm, I'm kind of mixing up these numbers, but a low amount to like $6,000 a month. Like it jumped up so high that he's like, I, I can't, I, he just stopped paying. Like I can't pay that. So who is this? Somebody you work with? No, Jason, the guy that we kind of know. He lives in Illinois right now. The only point I'm trying to bring up with this whole thing is that within our, our small circle of people that we know, one of the guys' is dad houses foreclosed. So I don't know, multiply that out with the general populace, and I think, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm just speculating that the foreclosure rate must be pretty high for people. How do we get out of the subject? We're talking about credit and well, crunches Well, my point is, is that uh, if, you, if you look at the actual crunches, number of number, people yeah. uh -huh. that, that have done that. Okay. Well, But then you also look at the number. You can, there's no way you can look that number up. And then you look at the number of people that are not defaulting on their mortgage. Uh -huh. And they're paying... Okay, let's take, for example, me. Okay? Now, I pay... It five, increased 12% in August. I pay $500 a month in interest alone on my mortgage. Yep. Okay. Is that about what you pay? Probably, probably about what you pay. I probably pay more. Okay. So, and we actually have very moderate to low-priced houses. Yes. I mean, if you balance the big motherfucking houses in to this equation here... You're going to have an average of probably $1,000 a month just interest for these mortgages. Uh -huh. Okay? Now, you take a big-ass mortgage company like Washington Mutual, which is now Chase, and you look at how many mortgages they have out nationally. Mm -hmm. There's probably a, maybe not a million, but probably a, a good 500000 right? Mm okay. Okay, so let's take 500000 Okay. Let's say... 50% of those are in arrears. That is huge. Do you think 50% of the people are defaulting on their mortgage? According to this uh, Realty Track website, in August, 303,879 U.S. properties uh, were in foreclosure. 300,000? 303,000 properties. 300,000. Yeah. That's a lot, I guess. Okay, but now how many households... Are there in the United States? A lot. 300 million. Here, here, here. One, well, uh, Nevada, California, Arizona, one in every 91 houses is receiving a foreclosure file. Oh, for God's sakes. Okay, so that's, all right, let's go 10%. Should we go 10%? Well, that, this one is in like, 91 is only 1%. This is like 3%. Okay, two and let's a half go percent. 10, just okay. to really give it a big balloon wide margin, okay? Okay. 500,000 loans at $1,000 each. Okay. Wait. Wait. 500,000. Mm -hmm. What's 10% minus 500,000? What's 10% of 500,000? Uh, 50,000. 50, minus 5,000? Wait, 50,000 minus 500,000. 450,000. Right. 450,000 loans out there uh -huh. at $1,000 a piece. So right. multiply 450,000 times 1,000. 
It's like a 4.5 million or maybe even 45 million. It's, I don't know. It's like 45 million or four. It's even, is it 450 million? I don't know. What's your point? That they're making a lot of money on interest. A month. $450 million a month coming in on interest. I don't know. I, and they can't make it go? And they're going to go out of business? No. I'm sorry. It's fucked up. <laughs> well, it, nobody, They seriously fucked up, and there's no way in hell we should be bailing them out. Well, it's too no late. No way in it's hell. It's too late. It's already been done. It's already been bailed out. They're bailed no, out. No, they're giving. They're doing it in little little oh, snippets. They're little going. Bumbles. The money is allocated. The money's put there. I, Jesus. I, I, I don't know the fundamentals of this. I, I, I mean, I, I agree with you that. But what are you going to do? It's just like paying interest on your house. Nobody wants to pay interest on their house. But it's just one of those things you got to. There's no use complaining about it. You just take it in the ass and move on. Hopefully, yeah. right. Like, and enjoy what are you going to do? What do you do? You take it in the ass and move on. And then what do you do? You're so mad about it that you want to go and give it to somebody else in the ass. And that's the American way. We're going to keep fucking <laughs> ourselves up the ass, up the ladder. Well, as long Wonderful. as somebody else knows how it feels like, God damn it. Yeah, right, I'm not right. going to be the only one getting no, fucked in the ass. that's ridiculous. That's, that's creating... You ever been fucked in the ass? It's not pleasant. It's creating a, a hateful society. It's creating a... a an acrid taste in people. It's well, like, and no, now it's you know why people are voting for change. But Barack voted for the seven hundred billion dollar bailout too. Whoopsies, fucker. Oh well. Well, how do we get out of this? We're not. I don't know. This. You know, it, that, this that, is terrible. We shouldn't be talking about this. That's a, it, it, apples yeah. and bonobos. It's a, it's an unwieldy, interesting oh, topic, it's but unwieldy. It, it's unwieldy. It's it's actually kind of. It's unwieldy. Fuck, it's kind of boring to talk about kinda that. Like, kind of like Oprah's vagina. It's unwieldy. It's un- it's wielding a pistol and holding their anus hostage. <laughs> anus, get your ass over here. W- Welcome to Mick Thames. May I take your order? Yeah, I'd like uh, I'd like two ounces of onion rings. I'd like an orange soda. Right, right. Uh, right. And I'd like... Would you uh, like medium orange soda? No, give me the large. We're running a special on extra large. Would you like an extra large? Yeah, yeah. Give me the biggest one you've got. I'm very thirsty. Right, oh, right. And I'd yeah, like, right, um, yeah. have you got, uh, have you got the spotted dick on special tonight? Well, I've got, I got, uh, yes, I've got fried spotted dick. Uh, have you got it soaked in butter sauce? When evening comes and it's time to sup, grab that can and open it up. Spotted dick, spotted dick. It's so good you'll bust a nut. Check specially marked packages for your chance to win a spotted dick dream vacation to the World Cup. All right. Well, so anyways, um, you weren't recording any of that. Good. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm glad because it was <sighs> bad. It was let's, boring. We got nasty. We got mean. <laughs> we got. We were dirty, dirty. All right. This down time for real, baby. we're uh, drinking some Madtown Nut beer. Brown I almost from bought the that Ale beer. Asylum. The sorghum beer. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't find that line in Google's Nut Brown. You know what's amazing? I was listening to uh, a podcast. No, uh, I was. That's amazing. Tell me all about it. But the guy. I don't want to listen to. it. I just want to hear your my inter. Uh, and I'm this what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you the cliff notes. Cliff notes. He. It's the guy that was telling us all about Menards and giving us like the 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 the, the history of oh, Menards. Menards started in yeah, yeah, the yeah. Midwest and then moved to. He's got a pretty funny podcast, right? So, anyways. He's doing a podcast and he's talking about like, oh, we're drinking some beer here. I got this, I got this lazy mutt beer. It's craft union made by Minhouse. And I'm like, Minhouse, what? You're listening to our podcast, but I don't think he does, which is crazy. I think there's like some cosmic, 
Like I've talked to him a little bit, and he's talked to me a little bit, but I don't think he listens to this podcast. Uh, yeah, and I swear well, to God, it was like saw, two he weeks saw ago. The eight bottles. He was like, "Oh, it's sweet." Yeah, eight for the price a, of there six. There was another beer. There's like a Swiss. But a that's Swiss also Minhas. Is it? I think so. The it's eight the, bottles? Yeah, it's eight bottles. It's right next to the Lazy Mutt at Woodman's in kind of a cardboard-looking package. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another Minhas. No, it wasn't next beer. to the Minhas, though. It was next oh. to this. It was oh, near this. Ne- next to the Nut Brown? Which was way in the back, like in the back, you know, on the, so along the back wall. He lives in Iowa, and whenever I listen to his podcast, he talks about the various beers that he picks up, and apparently Iowa has a decent selection of beer. Minhas. Minhas. That's amazing that they have well, Minhas that's, down there. Uh, that's a Wisconsin brew. It is. And it's Monroe. It's like not one of the big mm-hmm. Schlitz, Pabst, Miller. Uh, Miller, yeah. But have you ever gone out of the state and gone to the liquor store like, ah, oh, camping? Like, oh, tonight I just want to get myself a beer, a really good beer, sit by the fire and just drink that thing. Budweiser. And you get to the liquor store and maybe they've got Liney's Original and that's it. Otherwise, it's, like it's Budweiser, old style Miller. M- yep. Michigan is is like that. Well, what is yeah? What is you can't what is find? Greg drink? Uh, I don't. It was. I'm old Greg. <clears throat> he doesn't drink that. Uh, Does he? No, nah, it was my grandfather. They'd pick up the old Milwaukee or the Bush Light. Oh my god! Old Milwaukee or Bush Light. Oh my god! I, I swear even... to God, though, that's all they got. I mean, Michigan. I like swag beer, but oof. Yeah, well, I couldn't even drink that for a river beer. I don't know. Steve and I, Steve and I were there. And we're like, we're so sick of old Milwaukee that we got in the car and we drove like two towns over, went to the liquor store. And I swear to God, the best thing we could find was Liney's original. I'm like, oh, let's just get this shit. That sucks. No, we get kind of spoiled here in Wisconsin. I was yeah. for the election. Well, that's why people start making their own. That's why homebrewing is so popular. I don't even make my own anymore. I mean, well, it's because we do have such a good selection. You go if to, you lived in Michigan, oh, you'd be you'd man, be like a homebrew extraordinaire. I'd probably be a pro at it. By yeah, now. you'd have sell a garage the shit out of my stuff. basement. Yeah, yeah. But I was at Woodman's. I swear to God, I was probably at Woodman's for forty-five minutes you yesterday. Have a lot of beers for the elections. Like, I want my election beer. I want something yep. good. So that Scotch ale was that pretty tasty? Good? It was a Scottish ale, not a Scotch ale. I almost bought There's something different. Scotch-ish. I like Scotch ale. I picked like, up the uh, Scottish ale thinking that it was going to be a Scotch ale, but it's not. It's a lot lighter. Hmm. I ended up drinking like five of those. But I sort of I sat there for five minutes. I picked up some swag. I was like, no, I don't want swag. I picked up the fifteen dollar four pack. I was like, no, nah, too expensive. Uh, yeah, I just there was so much beer there yep. that I was like overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't want to make the wrong choice because there's there's like a little section kind of in the middle where it's like kind of the like the Polish, it's all wrapped in plastic, and you're like, ah, that's just gonna taste like Polish Miller. I yep. don't know it. Or the or the four packs where you're yeah. like, ah, they're know. probably gonna be really good, but they're they're like sipping beers where you drink one right, right. and you. Well, I grabbed one of those know. four packs and I was totally gonna buy it, but picked it up and there was like a big thick layer of dust on it. And I'm like, mm. I wonder how many people buy this kind of beer here. You know, am I gonna get this home? It's just gonna be like two years old and all yeah. tangy. Skank. Yep. Well, I almost bought the. I told you that the Tommyknocker Maple. Yeah, I've had that. Another one I was looking at. um, Oh, I almost bought a cranberry beer. Uh, There's a pumpkin beer. Actually, you know what? No, I don't. I think I've tried pumpkin. The guys that were doing that podcast I was telling you about, he said he was drinking some pumpkin ale, and there was like three different kinds of pumpkin ale at Woodman's. Yep, I saw them too, and I thought about them, but I was like, eh. Are they sweet? I mean, they don't taste like pumpkin pie or anything, do they? The only pumpkin ale I've had was was made by my coworker at SPL. Oh, yeah. And. he, he he used real pumpkin. Like, he had the pumpkin, 
out for Halloween, and he cut it off. Oh, gross. Yeah, and then he said he stuck his arm in it. And, it, and it, was, it tasted a little bit like pumpkin, but there was, yeah, there was some baggage with that one, so I wasn't really too into that, but... So yeah. that's about the only pumpkin okay. I have. Well, but I, I just, I mean, pumpkin is like, okay, good for soups with cream. You know, it's a little sweet, but with beer, I, I'm, well, maybe. I don't know. But there were well, a couple I mean, other, there was just... a lot of other beers. There was the there was a dogfish head um, Indian dark ale or something, which which I thought was similar to a nut brown. Indian dark, Indian brown. Indian the, brown ale. Probably like a dark Indian pale Indian well, brown ale, it said. Yeah, it wouldn't be a pale ale. It would be a brown ale. Indian brown ale. It was like 10 ale. bucks for okay. six. I was like, ooh. But then I looked at it. It was like 7.2. I was like, well, I don't know about that. I couldn't find anything on this. 7.2. No, this isn't very high. Probably this not. stuff is okay. I don't know. It's okay. Well, it's nice to support the, you know, it's two miles away. You yep. know, no, which no, is no. Cool. It's our local ale asylum brewery. Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all for supporting them. And it's better than going down and buying one there because, geez, it's pretty four fucking bucks there. The six pack is probably the price of one sixteen ounce one there. Or two, yeah, yeah. We go to get two beers there. Yes, you're. So yes, yeah, there's a lot of beer. Well, and so we should. Um, I don't even remember the damn beer vlogs. I mean, we got all those different kinds there, and I don't, I don't remember. I, every once in a while, like I'll be walking through Woodman's and I'll be looking at the beers, and I'll see, oh La Rosa, oh this is good beer, but I don't even remember the flavor. And then there's like a light one. Have we? Have you ever tried the light one? Like, this uh, is the dark. No, but I've heard that it pretty much is. Have you ever had Peroni or... No. There's... Uh, a, 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 have you ever had... Okay, I'm going to make a, 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 parallel, a, parallel, a parallel here. Mexican beer. Name a good Mexican beer Corona. aside from Corona. Uh, Dos Equis. Is it good? Or uh, is you know it what? just a beer? Last time I drank Dos Equis, I liked it a lot. Okay. The, it was the amber. Mexican beers I had are it typically... at Pedro's, and I loved it. It was really good. Corona, Dos Equis, uh, Modelo, uh, Tecate, all of those, they're, they're pretty light. And they all kind of... I've never had Tecate or, or it's, mes- it's Mezcal. It's all pretty... I even had one today. I was at a Mexican restaurant. I can't remember what it was. They're, they're good. I mean, yeah, they're, you're in Mexico, and it's hot. Do you want this... Thick nut brown, you're sitting in the sun, or do you want yourself? Hey, give me a tecate. It's just like water with a little alcohol in it. Yeah. Same thing with Italian beers. Most Italian beers are just kind of like that light, little bit yeah, of flavor. Beer Moretti is is pretty dark. Beer Moretti is the exception. I have yet to find the Mexican exception. Do you like these heavy beers. dark beers? I, I guess you do because yeah, you were like, oh, nut browns. I like. See, I, I like. I kind of like, like the lighter beers. Flavor. But are you about quantity or quality of beer? Because I am, I drink too much sometimes, a lot, you know, when we're doing these podcasts. But I like quality beer. Like, I will sit down and have maybe one or two big, thick beers. Like, Steve will come over, and he'll bring just one of those big Belgian beers. It's like, that's all you need. You can't chug those. You can't, I mean, you couldn't sit down and drink a six-pack of those big, heavy Belgian beers. You'd be sick as a dog. Well, is it like a Guinness? No, Guinness actually is really low in alcohol. Guinness is really it's just, watery. It's a thick beer. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's what I like. I don't really like Guinness all that much. I like Guinness a lot because you... you I don't mind you, it. You drink it in like two drops. You like... That's how you're supposed down, to. Most people don't. Yeah, most people don't drink it that That's way. That's the way I like to drink because it goes down like water and it's like... It leaves it's that very flavor and it's gone. And, and it doesn't have that, that crazy aftertaste. nitrogen head on there. Yeah, and then... You, oh, another one. Boop. And actually, when they, uh, my brother well, said, Well, that in, beer in is Ireland, designed to be drank in, in volume. 
quantity. Right, right. He said when you when you go over there, uh, usually what they do is they'll go up at the pubs and they'll order two at once and then they'll oh. come back to their table and sit down and so they don't have oh. to keep getting up oh. all the time. Yeah. There was a comedian, I can't remember his name, but he did this whole stand up show. And on the stage he had a little mock bar and a bartender sat there the whole time. He did his show. And he was drinking Guinness the whole time. And he would go up to he would do like ten minutes of his bit, go up to his little bar, have him pour him a Guinness. He'd do oh, oh beard be gone, he'd put it back down, go back on stage. Do another 10 minutes, go back to the bar. By the time he was done, he had about six of those Guinness empty glasses lined up on his bar. And he had literally done each beer in two swigs. Or two, so 12. And I'm like, that dude is just going to go back to his dressing room and pass out. I mean, he held it together throughout the entire show. but but he And so it was real Guinness? I, I guess so. And his, his whole like thing was about beer. Like His big closing number was about how... When you're mature, you eat something with your beer. You don't just go out and get drunk on an empty stomach. I didn't do it justice. He was a lot more funny than me. But anyhow, that just reminded me of that. Yes, with the, with very the nice. Big, with the Perfect. big drinks, yep. and the Guinnesses. But uh, no Guinness. The big beers. I, no, I, I I like Guinness. It's a good beer, but I don't go to the bar and be like, oh, we'll get me some Guinness. Because there's also an air that goes. I mean, if you're in America in like kind of a dive bar and you order a Guinness, it's like, oh, look at the guy. Wow, well, it, it depends where you are. Like I mean, the bowling alley. Like you I've also don't the bowling go to the Packers alley, in and order a couple of rum and cokes on ice. You know. <laughs> well. Oh, we're gonna talk film. Film over here. It's film hour at the Packers Inn. Um. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I I don't like the porters all that much. Uh, Oh, Stouts are okay. Yeah, but what about your cream stout that you made? That's a good beer. That's a, that's almost like a porter. I know, I know. I know. Like like that's yeah, a, and that's a big heavy beer. That's a heavy strong flavored willed beer. You when know, I get that, when I get that uh, bold in your mouth, it was that's supposed to be a, in your mouth. It was <laughs> it was supposed to be a nut brown, but it's more like a nut brown stout. If that makes any sense. What's that? Your beer? The beer that I made. But well, I because only, it's a little darker because you yeah. got a lot of those roasted yeah. heavy roasted. But I only uh, have there, maybe yeah. two of those. I won't sit down and drink four or five of those. Oh, you can't. No, right. no. Uh, so quantity, quality. Uh, like I like I like beer in quantity. I'll go drink some. I'll go drink a bunch of Miller Lite or well, okay, middle Corona. of summer. Like, I'll, have, I'll have all right, you know what? land yeah. sharks or land sharks. I'll have like three sure. land sharks. I'll have like I would, five of those things. Well, get a little headache pretty, the next day. I'll but. get pretty pretty blitz off of just three of them. Even you know, I'll feel pretty good after three. Uh, I will have four. I'm not saying I won't. You brought for one of our early podcasts. Oh, the red stripe is good. You brought or, uh, Mickey's. Mickey's some malt liquor. You brought over uh, Lake Louis Scotch Warped oh, Ale. Oh, now that was yeah. Now we overdrank that. We yeah. each had three, and that's yeah. really one that you should only have two, and then yeah. call it a night. Yeah, I think we. That's when we got. Or there was. But then again, there's also some beers. I remember like the Kieran Ickybaum where it was like Blech. you drank like two of them and your head well, that just was you. turned into yeah, mash. Yeah, no, that was me too. I wasn't drunk that night. I was more just kind of like, wow, I'm, it was like I'm not quite drunk, uh, but I'm not quite lucid. Uh, I could just go to bed. <laughs> That's kind of what the Kieran Ick- two Kieran Ickybons did to me. But uh, yeah, beer, 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 beer. I like beer. Yeah, beer. Uh, I like the light beers, though. I do. I like uh, I we like should lagers. Start, you know? We should start doing that with our podcast. You know, we should be like this. This episode sponsored by Madtown Nut Brown. And then we should talk about like like intermix the just, uh, uh, just a little bit. Try to tie everything well, back yeah, to the Nut we Brown. Could, like, every 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 sponsor every every sponsor pod, every podcast should have, have a sponsor uh, a, a, a mascot beer. Doesn't it's not a sponsor because they're not paying for it. A but mascot a mascot beer. The beer mascot. 
This week's beer mascot, Madtown Nut Brown, by our fine friends at Ale Asylum. Visit them on 1513 Highway 51 in downtown Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, so I like this beer. Yeah, it's, it's a good it's beer. It's pretty good. So it's a good brew. I mean, because I don't really like, I never liked nut browns very oh, much. I, I love was... nut browns. First nut brown I had was at the uh, uh, Argus. Oh, it's just brown. It's no, not, not nut brown. Argus. Remember, did I, did I send you that little email? You know what? This was probably, Newcastle Brown Ale was probably the first brown ale I had when I was about 21 years old. Do you, do you like Newcastle Brown Ale? I you know, love that's it. the one that kind of has a stigma for me. Oh. I, 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 it was it's something it, get in my mind. There's like it. this this memory of, of a, of a night at the pub, mm-hmm. which is like the urinary tract of State Street. Oh, the the pub, the pub, the bar, the pub. Yeah. Yes, that place is. It's up. like the big bathroom. Yes, um, tile floor. And for some reason, that place is a I was dive. there, and and somebody was drinking this nut brown, uh, this Newcastle, and I had one, and I. Did not have a good night, and so I kind of had this stigma. Here's the thing against it: if you ordered a Newcastle Brown Ale at the pub, my guess is that Newcastle Brown Ale was probably about four years old because I thought the only thing they served in there was PBR. Oh no, that's actually there's a, there's a lot of people drinking drinking good beers in there. Really? Yeah, yeah. You mean the the, the toothless guys that sit along that bench and woot at all the girls that walk by? You no, know, those guys are drinking when, classy when was last beer. Time, I, this was I, I'm talking probably eight years ago 10 years ago when i was when i went there yeah okay so i'm talking about maybe 22 years ago when i used to walk by oh oh, oh it's it's totally different 20 years ago it's totally different 20, did i say 22 years ago? i meant 12 20. years ago 22 years ago i was fucking I, 10 we, years you'd old you'd go there on a friday night <laughs> or something that place was packed with it like was always young, packed young oh, kids really? oh yeah like ladies and playing pool and darts oh yeah that place is huge man you, they can't they couldn't make it on just toothless people in the front there's, I mean, on a, on a, there's lines. If Not there, for the pub. There are lines. No, you're, yes. You're, no. You're a liar. All right, let's you're go lying. Friday night. You're tomorrow lying. night. No. Let's go. I didn't let's go downtown. Go. You're lying. Let's do a, let's do a, uh, no. Let's do a, a, a remote pod. A pubcast. Pubcast. <laughs> Dude, from the vintage. We can interview the waitresses. See which ones can crack walnuts with their anus. <laughs> Oprah. Oprah. If you're listening. All right, well. We're just about out of time over here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Woo. So to, I, haven't coughed, I haven't coughed for a while. To Oprah's anus, we bid you good night. My name's Jeremy. I'm Tigger. <laughs> Goodbye. Stick your hope in there. I stuck it where my change was. <laughs> you stuck your hope where your change is. <laughs> ah, it was very you messy. You got your change in my hope. You got your hope in my change. You got hope all wow. over me. <laughs> There's hope everywhere. The new. <laughs> it's yeah. Good lord, you need a tissue. <laughs> okay. Hope for change. Hope tissue is uh thrown in the garbage. So, anyways, uh.